Good morning, and thank you for joining me once again. We're going to uh, continue uh, this series that I have called uh, From Unbelief to Belief. And we've talked about what our, what our purpose or our goal is in, in doing uh, this series is that uh, we certainly want to say a, a word that's uh, uh, an encouragement to the believer and, and gives them uh, uh, some uh, useful information uh, that they could share with uh, unbelieving family members or friends and uh, certainly a, a word uh, that uh, uh, strengthens their, their own faith, a, a kind of a, a devotional thought that is a, a, a biblical truth that can be reflected upon through the course of, uh, of the day. And then even uh, at, at times even a, a word uh, in what we call uh, apologetics, that is uh, a defense for the faith. How do we know uh, these things are, are true? And so uh, we, we're doing all of these things. Again, it's not uh, uh, something that's uh, going to be uh, worthy of a, of a, a PhD uh, from some uh, uh, high-minded academic institution, but something that is both uh, uh, understandable, uh, but, but yet uh, provides at least a place to move forward into things that you may find useful to think about, uh, useful to do further study, uh, useful to uh, engage uh, those that... Uh, uh, their faith need to be, needs to be strengthened, or maybe those that do not have faith at all, uh, at least saving faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. So we're going to ask and attempt to answer over the next several days uh, the, the, the crucial question. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to, to, to exactly rank which is the most important question or what is the most important issue. But certainly uh, up there in the top five uh, questions that need to be asked is what is the gospel? What, what do we mean when we speak of the good news? And then uh, a corollary to that, and it's not something that we're, we're really even going to handle for a few days, but why is there a necessity uh, to the gospel? Uh, and then uh, how is that gospel accomplished and how is the realities of that gospel, the accomplishment of that gospel, applied to uh, my life and the life of those that I love? So uh, uh, as with many things, one question uh, many times drives us to multiple questions. And so hopefully we're going to just take some time and unpack these things and, and try to say things uh, obviously that are, that are biblical, that are true. Uh, but also useful uh, in your own walk and useful in, in the hope of bringing others uh, into a, a saving relationship with Jesus Christ through the gospel. So uh, we will begin to answer the question, what is the gospel? And our emphasis for these next few days will be uh, the gospel as is uh, accomplished in the person and in the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, uh, there, there's several ways to kind of uh, speak of the gospel. That is, uh, what, what was the accomplishment of Christ? Uh, uh, what, uh, what is the effect of the gospel in the life of those who believe? But first, let, let's talk about uh, the gospel as uh, God's work through His Son, Jesus Christ, uh, to accomplish uh, salvation so that it may be offered uh, to sinners. So uh, that's kind of where we're going to be for the next few days. In other words, 
what has God done for us so that we may be saved? And so probably a really inappropriate place to, to start is the very familiar passage, the most popular, familiar of all passages to be found in the entirety of the Bible, John 3.16. Probably most of you can quote it. But I'll read it in just a moment. So if you've got a Bible and you can open your Bibles to John 3.16, do that. And we, we see a number of things uh, within the text uh, that help us to begin to understand uh, what the gospel is. And uh, several years ago, the very prominent uh, pastor, theologian, author, uh, John Piper, uh, wrote a book, and, and, the title, and the title was God is the Gospel. And, and in some way, it was kind of a reaction to uh, the gospel is good, good news that God uh, will satisfy all of your needs and your wants and your desires and, and all of these things, that, that, that that's the good news. And, and, and what Piper wants to offer as a corrective, that God essentially gives himself, that the reward of the gospel is I am right with God, and I am in fellowship with God, and I am forgiven by God. So God gives of himself is the good news. And so uh, uh, so let's look at the text, and, and let's make some comments uh, for uh, today. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal Life And so this is Jesus on words in this uh, uh, dialogue, this question and answer uh, session with uh, Nicodemus, uh, the noted uh, Pharisee of uh, Jesus' day, who uh, asks Jesus, uh, I think, a very important question. And there uh, Jesus responds to him uh, by speaking to this issue of the necessity of the new birth, that there is something that... Uh, uh, must be raised from the dead, must be fundamentally changed, it must be uh, uh, granted by God himself so that they, a person can see what it's meant by the reality of the kingdom of God. And so uh, directly related to that, how God enters into this uh, saving, uh, powerful work of the new birth, regeneration, is on the basis of the fact that in Christ, God has reconciled sinful men to himself through the person and the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. And God does this because he was intrinsically motivated to do this. He wasn't motivated to do this under any kind of obligation. He wasn't motivated to do this because of the, of the value of the objects of his affection. It is because God is intrinsically loving. And I think we could even say that, that, that the gospel is the place where the, the love of God, the love of, of God uh, that we often refer to by the term grace, that, that God loves those that deserves his wrath. That is grace. So God uh, loves those who deserve his wrath and again bestows upon them his favor through the person and work of the Lord Jesus Christ. So God was intrinsically motivated in and of his own essence, in and of his own character uh, to uh, display that love, but not only display that love, to in, in a way make his love uh, available uh, to sinners through the person and work of his son, that he would restore that which was destroyed uh, by sin, by rebellion, through the accomplishment of his son. And so he has sent his son uh, into the world. He sent his son into the world uh, to live in this world 
as a man, as the God-man, as God incarnate, to accomplish everything that man had failed to accomplish, namely perfect obedience to the law. And Christ obeyed the law, and then he died as a sinless, as a perfect, as a spotless sacrifice uh, on Calvary. So uh, God uh, performs that which God demands, and he suffers the penalty uh, for our rebellion and our failure to meet those demands. And those realities of the accomplishment of Christ are applied to those and only those who believe. And so they shall never perish because they have believed the gospel, and they receive this great gift because of what God has done, in Christ, namely eternal life, which part and parcel of eternal life is this reality that God forgives our sins. So what is the gospel? Well, we can begin with the reality of God sending His Son, Jesus, into our world to die in our place for our sins. So. I hope that's a helpful thought and a helpful explanation for you today. And I pray that this will be a blessing to your day and look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.